0: I greet you and welcome you to this service of praise and thanksgiving to our God on this 20th Sunday after Pentecost. The entire service is uh, in your service leaflet, and so you can follow along with that. I invite all of you to do that. Uh, Regardless of whether you are a member of uh, uh, St. Thomas Church or not, or Episcopalian or not, or whatever, you are welcome to... uh, Uh, Involve yourself completely in the service including responding to all of the prayers and taking communion with us as appropriate. Uh, No books will be necessary which is a good thing because they aren't available. We begin on page 1. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Together. Almighty God, unto whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray almighty and everlasting god in christ you have revealed your glory among the nations preserve the works of your mercy that your church throughout the world may persevere with steadfast faith in the confession of your name through jesus christ our lord who lives and reigns with you and the holy spirit one god forever and ever amen
1: A reading from Exodus. Moses said to the Lord, See, you have said to me, bring up this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now, if I have found favor in your sight, show me your ways so that I may know you and find favor in your sight. Consider, too, that this nation is your people. He said, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. And he said to him, If your presence will not go, do not carry us up from here. For how shall it be known that I have found favor in your sight? I and your people unless you go with us in this way you shall be we shall be distinct I and your people from every people on the face of the earth the lord said to moses i will do the very thing that you have asked for you have found favor in my sight and i know you by name moses said show me your glory i pray and he said i will make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim before you the name the lord and i will be gracious to whom i will be gracious and will show mercy on whom i will show mercy but he said you cannot see my face for no one shall live shall see me and live and the lord continued See, there is a place by me where you shall stand on the rock. And while my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft of the rock, and I will cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take away my hand, and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. The word of the Lord. The Psalm 99, and we will read responsibly by half-verse. The Lord is sovereign. The Lord is enthroned upon the cherubim. Let the earth shake. The Lord is great in Zion. Let them confess the name of the Lord, which is great and awesome. Almighty oh, Sovereign, lover of justice, you have established equity.
0: You have executed justice and righteousness in Jacob.
1: Proclaim the greatness of the Lord our God.
0: And fall down before the footstool of the Holy Ghost.
1: Moses and Aaron among your priests, and Samuel among those who call upon your name.
0: They call upon
1: you spoke to them out of the pillar of cloud.
0: They kept their testimonies and the of the nations.
1: O Lord our God, you answered them indeed.
0: You were a God who humiliated them, yet punished them for their evil deeds.
1: Proclaim the greatness of the Lord our God and worship upon God's holy hill. For the Lord
2: A reading from Thessalonians, Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the Church of the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace. We always give thanks to God for all of you and mention you in our prayers, constantly remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know brothers and sisters beloved by god that he has chosen you because our message of the gospel came to you not in word only but also in power and in the holy spirit and with full conviction just as you know what kind of persons we proved to be among you for our sake for your sake and you became imitators of us and of the lord For in spite of persecution, you received the word with joy, inspired by the Holy Spirit, so that you became an example to all the believers in Macedonia and Anakia. For the word of the Lord has sounded forth from you, not only in Macedonia and Anakia, but in every place your faith in God has become known, so that we have no need to speak about it. For the people of those regions report about us what kind of welcome we had among you and how you turned to God from idols to serve a living and true God, to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who rescues us from the wrath that is coming. The word of the Lord.
0: The Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. The Pharisees went and plotted to entrap Jesus in what he said. So they sent their disciples to him, along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are sincere and teach the way of God in accordance with truth and show deference to no one, for you do not regard people with partiality. Tell us then what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why are you putting me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin used for the tax. And they brought him a denarius. Then he said to them, Whose head is this and whose title? They said, The emperors. Then he said to them, Give therefore to the emperor the things that are the emperors, and to God the things that are God's. When they heard this, they were amazed, and left him, and went away. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Be seated, please. I think it's kind of interesting that today we have Moses talking to God. Moses has clearly found favor with God. And Moses asking to see God's glory. And God showing him God's glory, showing Moses God's glory in that very strange way. You know, you can... can i'll pass before you but i'll put my hand over your eyes and then when i go by you can see my hinder parts i think that's what the king james said you can see my hinder parts i thought it was kind of funny when i read that because i was in the army for a long time and i went to a number of schools and at every school you go to there's a drill sergeant or an airborne school an airborne sergeant. And so, uh, the airborne sergeants always used to tell us, in fact, they told us on the very first day, when you come to airborne school, you might as well give your soul to Jesus because your hinder parts now belong to me. Today we're talking about not just our hinder parts, but indeed all, all of the things that we have and who they belong to. Jesus is walking in the temple when this story takes place. Now, you've been in church the last few weeks, I know. And so, you've heard Jesus over the last few weeks have these conversations. So far, He's talked to the Pharisees and the elders, and then He talked to the chief priests and the elders. I'm sorry, the other way around. And then He talked to uh, to the Pharisees. And this week, He's talking to the Pharisees and the Herodians. Now, you may not know what that means. He's been talking to the religious authorities up until now, over these past few weeks, these little discussions they've been having. But today, the Pharisees have sent their disciples, and the disciples have shown up with some Herodians. Now, you may not know what a Herodian is. It does, it's not a word that appears in the Bible very often. The Herodians were people who were in the camp, in the, the supporters of Herod, as the name might suggest. Herod, of course, was the puppet king who ruled over the whole region. He was a puppet of Rome. And you gotta understand here, and I think you probably do, you gotta understand that there's Rome and then there's Jerusalem. And never the twain really wanna meet as far as the people of Jerusalem are concerned. The Romans are the oppressing force in the life of the Jews. And so the Romans are evil. I mean, when you see Roman, you gotta think bad, evil. Rome, bad. Ooh, bad. So the Pharisees come with the Herodians to talk to Jesus. Now, it seems that politics and religion make very strange bedfellows because the Pharisees don't want to have much to do with the Herodians at all. By the way, they're all Jews. All of them are Jews. Herod was a Jew. They're all Jews but you know that's sort of like saying well we're all christians you know i've always thought that all the problems in the middle east could be solved if they just act like good christians that was a joke come on (laughs) Uh, so the herodians and the pharisees who have not much in common except their distaste for jesus come to talk to jesus And they ask him about this tax. Now, the tax that they're talking about is referred to as a poll tax. It's due once a year, and the tax is one denarius per year. A denarius, as you probably know, is the amount of money that is uh, earned by a daily laborer. Uh, it's, IT'S A DAILY WAGE FOR A LABORER, IT'S ENOUGH TO KEEP BODY AND SOUL TOGETHER, you know. MEET THE DAY'S MORTGAGE, BUY FOOD, AND IF YOU'RE VERY THRIFTY, MAYBE GO TO MCDONALD'S ONCE IN A WHILE. BUT THAT'S ABOUT IT. IT'S 1 365TH OF YOUR ANNUAL SALARY, AND IT'S A COIN CALLED A DENARIUS. NOW THESE COINS ARE MINTED IN ROME caesar is the one who pounds them out and sends them out to all of the roman empire so that there is a common currency so we know what things cost we know how to how to to do commerce and all that kind of stuff right and so the denarius is a roman coin it's also equal to the value of the annual tax now of course nobody liked the tax any of you like taxes i'm not real nuts about them. Nobody liked the tax, especially the, uh, the, the, the rural people, because they made very little money anyway. And most of them who were, uh, in the party called the zealots, they just refused to pay it no matter what. People in the city had a harder time avoiding it. Now this is not, this is not, uh, a, a thing that is, that has, uh, uh, that has the publicans involved. The publicans, you remember, were the ones that collected taxes for Rome. They were talking about, on this, in this story, they're talking about this denarius, this one day a year tax required by Rome. You get that? A tax. The, Rome, the, the, the money is minted by Rome, IT'S SENT TO YOU, EARNED BY THE SWEAT OF YOUR BROW, OR THE BREAD FROM YOUR OVEN, OR WHATEVER IT IS, AND THEN IT'S DEMANDED BACK FROM YOU, SO THAT YOU CAN PAY FOR THE ARMY THAT ROME sends TO OPPRESS YOU. EVERYBODY GOT THAT? That's kind of the way it is. This is the way that people saw it. The Pharisees, obviously, are against the tax. They rather tepidly sometimes oppose it. But generally speaking, they're against the tax because their whole, their whole worldview is that we should be living according to the law of God. We should live according to the law of Moses in this oppression business, especially by pagans, is beyond the pale and now we're being made to pay for the pagans come on this is wrong the herodians on the other hand are very much in favor of the tax now they're jews but hey not so as you could notice it i mean they're jews but their whole income their whole way of life their whole living depends on the tax that filters down then from rome To Herod, who lives in a nice big palace, paid for by money from Rome, and filters down through Herod to the Herodians, who are his toadies, his supporters, those who fill his cabinet. So, the Herodians who are for the tax and the Pharisees who are against it, you can see why this is a strange group that comes to see Jesus, you know, they come and they say all together now, is it lawful to pay the tax to Caesar? Now, the Pharisees assume that Jesus is going to say, no, it's not lawful. But if he does say it's lawful, he will lose a lot of his popular support among the people, which the Pharisees would be happy with. Because when Jesus comes up against the Pharisees, especially in Matthew's version of the gospel, when Jesus comes up against the Pharisees, the Pharisees don't do very well, do they? No, they don't. And besides that, THE DAY BEFORE THIS HAPPENS, THIS LITTLE CONVERSATION WITH THE PHARISEES AND THE HERODIANS, JESUS HAD BEEN IN THE TEMPLE BEFORE. IN FACT, HE, ON THIS VERY DAY, HE PROBABLY strolled UP THE STEPS TO THE TEMPLE AND THE MONEY CHANGERS WHO ARE OUT IN THE FORECOURT PROBABLY CLOSED THEIR their BOXES AND LOCKED THEM and, AND STOOD BACK A LITTLE BIT AND SAID, OH, HERE'S THIS NUTCASE. BECAUSE YOU REMEMBER WHAT HE DID THE DAY BEFORE, YOU KNOW? What did he do? He overthrew the chain, the money changers, didn't he? And so they're watching him come up, and they're probably going like this. And Jesus evidently just walked by and said, "Top of the morning to you." So here are all these people in the in the temple who are there for worship. Here are the money changers out there in the forecourt, and here are the Pharisees. And here are the herodians and they ask this question is it lawful or not the pharisees think according to the law of moses absolutely not the herodians think according to the law of rome you better pay the taxes and the difference you see is that up until now jesus has been talking only to the religious authorities the herodians represent the cops the herodians Are waiting for Jesus to say no you shouldn't pay the tax then they can arrest him for sedition the Pharisees are waiting for him to say of course you can't pay the uh, of course you uh, shouldn't pay the tax and then they know that he will lose support among the people you can see how this is a kind of a trap he got no way out Damned if you do and damned if you don't and he they and they come they come to him and they say oh teacher Teacher with respect We know that you are true and we know that you don't differentiate between one person and another And he sees right through what they're doing now He says Why are you trying to put me to the test You hypocrites. Now, I I didn't understand what this hypocrite thing was until I did some studying. You see, the denarius has an image of Caesar on it. Now, the NRSV, which is the Bible we read, read from today, says, Jesus says, whose head is this and whose title? That's not what the Greek says. The Greek word is icon, which means image. So when Jesus says to the people, "Whose image is this? Whose graven image is on this coin?" the people who are all listening to this conversation reflect back to, "Oh, graven images! Oh, that's a bad thing, isn't it? Isn't that a bad thing? Graven images? Are are, are, are we we're not supposed to have graven images? As a matter of fact." YOU WERE NOT SUPPOSED TO CARRY ANY ROMAN COINS IN THE TEMPLE. GUESS WHERE THEY ARE? THEY'RE IN THE TEMPLE. HE SAYS, GIVE ME A COIN. OBVIOUSLY, HE'S GOT NO COIN. HE'S GOT NO ROMAN COIN. BUT HE ASKS THE PHARISEES AND THE HERODIANS, LET ME SEE THE TAX MONEY. AND THEY REACH INTO THEIR POCKETS AND SAY, WELL, HERE, I GOT ONE. WELL, I GOT ONE. I GOT ONE HERE. AND THEY'RE STANDING IN THE TEMPLE jesus kind of looks at him over his glasses this way and says huh well let's see whose image is this they say well it's caesar's image now jesus looks at him for a minute and you can hear the conversation going on this coin is made in caesar's image this coin comes from caesar this coin as a matter of fact belongs to caesar he minted it he made it he struck it and he distributed it it belongs to him anyway why do you want to keep something that belongs to somebody else why would you want to do that so jesus says to them this he says render to caesar what belongs to caesar NOW THE WORD IN THE NRSV IS GIVE, BUT THE WORD IN GREEK IS RENDER, WHICH MEANS GIVE BACK, PAY A PORTION, GIVE BACK TO THE ONE WHOSE IMAGE IS ON THERE, WHAT BELONGS TO THAT PERSON WHOSE IMAGE IS ON THERE, AND THEN HE SAYS, AND GIVE TO GOD what belongs to God. Well, gosh, we have this denarius here, and it's got Caesar's image. Uh, Where do we find God's image? Where will we find God's image? I think I read in a book somewhere, back in Genesis, Genesis, I think it was in the first chapter somewhere, I don't know where, but somewhere in the first chapter, God, who is busy creating the cosmos, God is busy sprinkling the stars in the sky, making trees grow up out of the ground, the cattle of the field and the birds of the air hanging the sun and the moon to rule the day and the night, breathing the breath of life into these Beings that God has decided to make in God's image. Sisters and brothers, <laughs> we gotta live here. We, we gotta live in in Houston, Clear Lake, Katy, wherever we live. And we got to live now. We, don't, we can't choose where we, wh- when we live. We could choose where we live. We could move to Costa Rica or to Spain or Italy or something like that. But we live here. For hook, by hook or by crook, for better or worse, we live here. And we've got responsibilities. we got to pay our taxes. I don't like paying taxes, but I pay them. WE GOTTA PAY OUR TAXES. WE GOTTA OBEY THE STOP SIGNS. WE GOTTA DO WHAT WE GOTTA DO. WE GOTTA SUPPORT THE SCHOOLS. WE GOTTA DO WHAT WE GOTTA DO, AND, and WE TAKE THAT, that DENARIUS it HAS GOT AN IMAGE OF WHO KNOWS, SLAVE OWNERS, SURE, SOME OF THEM DO. IMAGE OF WHOEVER IT IS, AND WE GOTTA USE THAT TO DO OUR CIVIC DUTY. I believe, we, and we do have to do that. I'm not trying to play that off as nothing. And I'm here to tell you that if you have not voted yet, you should. I believe it is your Christian duty to do that. Paul tells us that very, very plainly. You must be involved in the way that the government runs because the government runs <laughs> in your name. And sometimes the government does things in my name that I'm not nuts about. So, you got to be involved in that. And if you haven't voted I, a word from our sponsor, you got to go vote. We have to do those things. We have to render to Caesar. Even if we don't like what Caesar does. Even if we are not interested in empire whether it's the Roman Empire or the American Empire or the Texas Empire or the Houston Empire or the Clear Lake Empire. Even if we're not nuts about that, we're required to do that. But don't let that dissuade you from what your real job is. You have to render to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, but your real job is to give to God what belongs to God. That which is made in the image of the state, give it back to the state. But that which is made in the image of God, don't you dare withhold from God. God's not going to come and throw you in in debtor's prison for not paying your taxes to God. But don't you dare let that dissuade you from your real job, which is to represent the love that created you. That's what the image thing is all about, you know. What created you, where you came from, was love, love. THE LOVE OF A CREATOR WHO who LOVED YOU BEFORE YOU WERE EVEN CREATED. NOW, I'M NOT SURE HOW THAT WORKS, BECAUSE I'M JUST HUMAN. I'M NOT SURE HOW YOU LOVE SOMETHING INTO BEING, BUT GOD IS SURE HOW to love SOMETHING INTO BEING, BECAUSE GOD DOES IT ALL THE TIME. GOD DID IT WITH YOU, AND GOD DID IT WITH YOUR CHILDREN, AND GOD DID IT WITH YOUR GRANDCHILDREN, AND GOD WILL CONTINUE TO DO IT FOREVER. The love that creates us is the image in which we are made. And your real job, while you're busy out there paying your taxes and and stopping at stop signs and obeying speed limits, your real job is to bring that love into the world that is desperate to know about it. AND IF YOU'VE GOT CHILDREN, IT IS YOUR JOB TO TEACH THEM TO DO THE SAME THING. AND IF YOU'VE GOT GRANDCHILDREN, IT IS YOUR JOB TO TEACH THEM TO DO THE SAME THING. AND IF YOU'VE GOT CHILDREN IN YOUR NEIGHBORHOOD, IT IS YOUR JOB TO TEACH THEM TO DO THE SAME THING. WHEN YOU WERE BAPTIZED, A BUNCH OF PEOPLE STOOD UP. And said in the name of the church that they would support you in your life in Christ. We do that all the time, don't we? We do it four or five times a year. We, in the name of the church, declare that we will support these people in their life in Christ. In this real job. The job that comes to to them because of whose image they are made in. If you're not present when we do that we do it in your name we do it in in william and diane's name they're not even members of this chair we probably should have asked your permission but you know we did anyway we swear to do this work we vow to do this work and children of god this is glorious work make no mistake this is the best work there is because it gives back into the world that which God wanted in the world in the first place. It establishes in the world that which God planted there to begin with. All because you are made in God's image. It's a balancing act, isn't it? It's a balancing act caesar god april 15th one of them seems to be in ascendancy but on christmas and easter the other one does it's a balancing act and it's not easy but god is certain that you can do it Let us stand now and proclaim our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed on page three of your service leaflet. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is, seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God,
3: The Prayers of the People Gracious God, we are your children. Your Spirit lives in us, and we in your Spirit hear us. For it is your Spirit who speaks through us as we pray. Gracious God, you created the heavens and the earth. Bless the produce of our land and the works of our hands. Gracious God, you created us in your own image. Teach us to honor all of our children. Gracious God, in your steadfast love, you provide for your creation. Grant good rains for our crops. Gracious God, you inspired the prophets of old. Grant that your Church may faithfully proclaim proclaim your truth to the world. Gracious God, you sent your Son into the world. Reveal Him to others through His life in us. Lord Jesus, you sent your apostles to make disciples of all nations. Bless the clergy and laity of your diocese and Church, together with Andy, Hector, Jeff, and Kay, our bishops, in the Diocesan Circle of Prayer, All Saints, Stafford, Calvary, Richmond, Christ Church, Eagle Lake, and Christ Church, Matagorda. Justin Archbishop of Canterbury and Michael our presiding bishop Lord Jesus for your sake men and women forsook all and followed you call many to serve you in religious communities and in the ordained ministry of your church Lord Jesus you called your disciples to take up the cross deepen in each of us a sense of vocation you prayed for your church to be one, un, one, unite all Christians that the world may believe. Christ, hear us. You forgave the thief on the cross. Bring us all to penitence and reconciliation. Christ, hear us. You broke down the walls that divide us. Bring the people of this world to live in peace and concord. Christ, hear us. You taught us through Paul your apostle to pray for kings and rulers bless and guide all in authority you were rich yet for our sake became poor move those who have wealth to share generously with those who are poor you sat among the learned listening and asking them questions inspire all who teach and all who learn you cured by your healing touch and word Heal the sick and bless those who minister to them. You were unjustly condemned by Pontius Pilate. Strengthen our brothers and sisters who are unjustly suffering violence and persecution. You lived as an exile in Egypt. Protect and comfort all refugees. You knew the love and care of an earthly home may your presence and protection be made known to migrant workers and their families you open and none can shut open the gates of your kingdom to those who have died especially Mel you have been glorified in the lives of innumerable Saints especially st. Thomas give us strength to follow in their footsteps Holy Spirit You help us in our weakness and intercede for us when we cannot. Remember our petitions and thanksgivings before God, especially Chris, Jerry, Sean, Jerome, Susie, Ted, Andrea, Kevin, Ron, Joe, Larry, and Nancy, and enhance our vision to see your presence in them. The congregation is invited to name their own celebration Or petitions silently or aloud.
0: Pray for those who continue to dig out from Hurricanes Laura and Delta along the Gulf Coast, all who suffer from natural disasters, wildfires in the West, floods in the Midwest.
3: In your infinite compassion, Spirit, hear us. Compassionate God, make your healing and peaceful presence known to the world. Comfort those who mourn. Strengthen those who are weary. Encourage those in despair. And lead us all to fullness of life. Spirit, hear us. Father, we know that you are good and that you hear all those who call upon you. Give to us and all people what is best for us, that we may glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord who is alive and reigns through you and the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Amen.
0: Let, us, let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful God, we are thankful that your compassion is higher than the heavens, wider than our wanderings, and deeper than all our sin. Forgive our careless attitudes toward your purposes, our refusal to relieve the suffering of others, our envy of those who have more than we have, our obsession with creating a life of constant entertainment, our indifference to the treasures of heaven our neglect of your wise and gracious law help us to change our way of life so that we desire what is good love what you love and do what you command through jesus christ our lord amen the almighty and merciful lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins true repentance amendment of life and the grace and consolation of his holy spirit amen will you stand please without touching one another the peace of the lord be always with you peace uh you may be seated uh, I want to recognize Diane Balch and uh, Will Balch who are here uh, providing music today. They, they are Methodists, but, well, I'm not going to say any more than that. They're <laughs> and, they have, and they have brought their, their talents to, uh, to offer to us and to God today, and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, I asked the senior warden at the eight o'clock service if she had any announcements and she said she 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 came up empty no she didn't have any announcements but I will tell you that even though we don't pass the offering plates anymore because of of the the times we live in don't forget that your offering is important uh, the bills of the church go on and uh, it is important to support the church I know I know you have all sent your Your pledge is in, I know that, so I'm preaching to the choir as it were, Uh, but do not forget to, uh, to be kind and gracious to this house of prayer. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us, an offering and sacrifice to God. all things come of thee o lord and of thine own have we given thee this is the table not of the church but of jesus christ it is made ready for those who love him and want to love him more so come you who have much faith and you who have little you who have been here often and you have, who have not been here for a long time or ever before you who have tried to follow And you who have failed, come not because the church invites you. It is Christ, and he invites you to meet him here. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth because in the obedience of your saints you have given us an example of righteousness, and in their eternal joy, a glorious pledge of the hope of our calling. Therefore, we praise you joining our voices with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory hosanna in the highest blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord hosanna in the highest holy and gracious father in your infinite love you made us for yourself and when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death you in your mercy sent jesus christ your only and eternal son to share our human nature to live and die as one of us to reconcile us to you the god and father of all he stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will a perfect sacrifice for the whole world and the power and the glory forever and ever amen alleluia Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us Our post communion prayer is found on page seven at the bottom. Let us pray together. Loving God, we give you thanks for restoring us in your image and nourishing us with the spiritual food in the sacrament of Christ's body and blood. Now send us forth a people forgiven, healed and renewed that we may proclaim your love to the world and continue in the risen life of Christ our Savior. Amen. May God bless you with discomfort at easy answers, half truths, and superficial relationships, so that you may live deep within your heart. May God bless you with anger at injustice, oppression, and exploitation of people, so that you may work for justice freedom and peace and the blessing of god almighty the father the son and the holy spirit be upon you and remain with you this day and always amen Alleluia, alleluia, let us go forth in the name of Christ.